When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am and uh, today I got a story time sent in to me by a subscriber about a teacher destroying a kid who was acting out in class. Not just any kid acting out in class but a spoiled kid so you know the algorithm hopefully will enjoy it. You know I'm trying to get the views back up and uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy it too. That's more important than the algorithm. Sorry, Susan, please don't hate me. Anyways, you would assume that a spoiled student would kind of realize that you can be a spoiled student. It's not that big of a deal as long as you don't take your spoiledness out on the teacher. But I guess this dude just never got the memo. Before we get too into it, though, I'm just going to go everyone that you need to know for the story. So, uh, the first person you got to know is the spoiled dude. And I'm going to name him Braxton for the purpose of this story just because that's a relatively spoiled name. You know, I'm not saying that every single Braxton is spoiled, but I would say like a majority of Braxtons are. It's just one of those names. It's like Brad. I'm sure there's some nice Brads out there, but Braxton's, I say you got a 70-30 ratio. 70% are going to be spoiled, 30% are going to be cool. If you're watching this, I guess you're in the 30%. Congratulations. Anyways, this particular Braxton was a super douche Maximus level of spoiled. Basically just loved to tell everyone that the school that they were attending was named after his grandpa and his grandpa had a jet and, you know, just had all this money and cars and that made him better than everybody and would literally flex the fact that his parents were getting like a new car every year and somehow that made him better than everyone in the school. And I just don't understand this dude's flexing scale. Cause like if your grandpa has a jet, why are you flexing your parents' new car, you know? I'm just saying, Jet definitely beats car, and on top of that, I don't feel like the most financially responsible people are buying a new car every year. Little life wisdom I'm gonna drop on you guys, always buy a car that's like used. If you really want something super new, still go a year or two old. Cars are a depreciating asset, alright? That means they lose value quickly. If you look at the difference between like a BMW that's brand new and a BMW that's one year old, you will have your mind blown. So uh, I think flexing the fact that you always buy a new car tells me that you're dumb, but at the same time I don't have a jet so maybe I should shut up. As Braxton would refer to me, I'm just one of the poors who uh, has to wait in line at TSA security with the rest of the normal people while he and the fam smuggle cocaine on the PJ, baby. Let's go. I'm not accusing Braxton of drug smuggling. That was a joke. Sorry, DEAA. Agents. Anyways, the dude was just always flexing, thought he was better than everybody because the family had money, and he had the same six hour as this subscriber. And the six hour was the last class of the day, and it just so happened that it was a math class with a very meek teacher. A little bit of a shy guy, if you will. The type of individual who probably shouldn't be a teacher, like he just didn't have the right personality for it. He was the definition of a pushover. The students would just walk all over him. He couldn't control the class, let alone teach it very well. And honestly, the person who sent this to me said they felt bad for the guy because he just had the wrong personality type for teaching. I feel like being a teacher is a lot like being a prison guard, and I happen to be an expert on being a prison guard because I watched an episode of Dirty Jobs about it. I don't know if there was actually a Dirty Jobs episode about being a prison guard, but if there was, that's, that's a weird episode. 
either way, I just feel like, you know, being a prison guard, being a teacher, if you show any weakness, I'm guessing the inmates or the students are just gonna eat you alive. And this dude was showing a lot of weakness and didn't really have control on the class, so he was being eaten alive. And we're gonna name him Mr. Remington for the purpose of the story. And Braxton and Mr. Remington, these guys did not get along. They clashed. If you put two trains on the same track driving towards each other, when they eventually reached each other, they would crash. That's kind of what their personalities were like. Braxton didn't really respect anyone already, and you could just kind of walk all over Mr. Remington and he wouldn't do anything about it, so that's what happened quite often. In fact, Braxton respected the dude so little that he would just get up in the middle of his class while he was teaching and just walk out without permission. And the entire time, the teacher would be like, hey, what are you doing? Come back. You can't leave class. And he would just ignore him like he didn't exist, as if the teacher was straight up on ghost mode, and just walk out of the class. And he had started to do this at like a couple months into the school year, and he had done it probably three, four days in a row, and the teacher didn't really do a whole lot. I mean, he had tried, but it had been a pretty pathetic attempt of like, hey, don't leave. Which, listen, man, all right, the first time someone gets up and starts walking out of class, you say, hey, you don't leave, and you don't expect them to leave. I get it. If it's like the third day in the row with the dude walking out of class, clearly he doesn't care too much if you say, hey, man, don't leave. It's probably time for another maneuver. But like I said, the teacher didn't really understand how to keep control of the class, so he just got, like, progressively more annoyed with the fact that Braxton would leave class and was disrespecting him. And so, obviously, if he had been doing it for a few days, Friday was approaching, and it was a Friday on this particular day when everybody came in and sat down to uh, get ready for the math class. And the teacher, instead of doing his normal, just jumping into the lesson, passing out the worksheet, passing out, passing out, whatever, same thing, he decides to uh, talk to the class for a little bit, and he starts to say that even though they might not like the way that he teaches this class, he was still the teacher and they had to respect him. And so there would be no more walking out of class early. It didn't matter if they had a reason or not. It just wasn't going to be allowed. And the entire class is kind of like, okay, thank you for telling me this. I've never left class early. It's very obvious this is directed squarely at Braxton. But, you know, teachers just really beyond that sometimes. Like, if you got problems with one student, pull them aside and say, I don't like the way you've been doing this. Lecturing the entire class just makes them feel united against the enemy. And you don't want that, especially if you're already having trouble controlling the class, man. Anyways, Braxton, not the sharpest tool in the shed, is still somehow sharp enough to figure out that he's talking about him. And so he kind of says something along the lines of like, Well, if you weren't so boring of a teacher, I wouldn't feel like leaving your class early all the time. And obviously that gets a little bit of a laugh out of some of the students because, you know, you just don't expect someone to say that. And the teacher's kind of caught off guard a little bit and Braxton's being egged on by people laughing but Braxton isn't like a comedian he had just kind of said something mean that happened to be funny so he decides to up the ante even more and says something like you're such a pathetic person I'm surprised you can keep control of any of your classes and no one really laughs at that one because that one crossed the line of like funny mean to just kind of like ah I don't know man listen like I said the subscribers said that he felt bad for the dude calling him pathetic was just kind of out of pocket and on top of it, he still is a teacher. Like, listen, I understand on this story time channel, we talk about crazy teachers from time to time. For the most part, 99.9% .9 of teachers are just hardworking people doing their job who just want to, like, teach you the subject they're teaching you and go home to their family. You don't really need to be making their job any harder. Like, it's just completely unnecessary 99.9% .9 of the time. But Braxton is now kind of on a roll, so he's like, yeah, what are you gonna do, man? And the teacher, bless his soul, starts trying to, like, argue back 
back with him and says, you can't talk to me like that. And Braxton says something along the lines of, what do you mean I can't talk to you like that? I'm pretty sure this school is named after my grandpa, so I'll talk to anybody however I please. And finally, the teacher says something back along the lines of like, just because your grandpa was a great man doesn't mean that you're one. And everyone kind of laughs back. Not because it's an incredible insult, it's not the greatest ever, but because he had never like defended himself before, so people are just, oh, he said something back. And at that point, Braxton decides to be Mr. Tough Guy and try to leave the class, as he has earlier, for like the last few days. But this time, Mr. Remington is not vibing with it, and he goes and he stands in between him and the door. And Braxton starts yelling at him, he's like, get out of my way, like, let me out of here. And the teacher says, no, you're not gonna leave the class, go sit down. And Braxton starts going off about how, you know, if he doesn't move, he's really gonna regret it. He hasn't even seen his mean insults yet. Which, listen, uh, I don't think is that scary of an insult. Like, imagine someone physically blocking your way and you just start yelling at them, I'm gonna really insult you unless you move. Like, okay, man, they're physically blocking you. You can sit there and yell at them all day. You're still in the classroom. And obviously the teacher doesn't move at this point. And he says, listen, I've been cool with you all week. I've just been saying something. I can't keep letting you leave. At some point you have to learn to respect me as a teacher so you can't leave. And, you know, you think that would be relatively fair. I haven't said anything about you leaving, but, like, obviously I have to put my foot down. But Braxton is not having any of it, and he decides to start going off at the teacher, saying that he's poor, you know, he'll never be able to afford a new car like his parents, which has to be one of the dumbest insults ever. Ha ha, I bet you'll never be able to afford a new car like my parents. It's like, alright man, cool. It's just not that great, especially because we all know teachers aren't rolling in the money. Like, that's not even that big of an insult. Obviously, when the guy took the teaching job, he was kind of accepting the fact that he was never gonna drive a Ferrari. I don't think he's delusional. Anyways, Mr. Remington is prepared for a response this time and when he's going off about how he'll never be able to afford a new car like his parents he cuts off Braxton and says you know what I'm perfectly okay with never being able to afford a new car if it means my kid doesn't end up anything like you and obviously because of the fact that he had been so shy before the entire class just starts doing uh the over-the-top reaction you only get in the school classroom setting oh oh my god you got destroyed oh yo Mr. Remington just dropped a nuke on this dude he called in the 25 kill streak i swear he learned to spawn noob tube got 11 kills off rip called in the chopper gunner my goodness this dude is insane 27 kd i'm not saying i witnessed it but i heard from a dude who heard from a dude who heard from his uncle's cat's lizard that uh mr remington can walk on water with how sick his insults are and braxton is obviously embarrassed because you know it's one thing to get dumpstered on by a teacher period it's another thing to get dumpstered on by the teacher that's known for being being super chill and shy and he's not having any of it so he's like starts to imply that it was a bigger insult than it was he starts being like are you saying that my parents shouldn't love me and obviously that's not what he's saying and mr remington doesn't really get caught too off guard by that and he says no that's obviously not what i was saying i'm just saying you're a handful in class i can't imagine having to parent you it would be exhausting. I already have enough trouble trying to control uh, kids like you for an hour a day. Being your parent would be one of the most exhausting experiences ever. And obviously everybody laughs again. And at this point, Braxton is turning red because the crowd's not on his side anymore, you know? Even a lot of people in this class aren't the biggest fans of Braxton because they've been repeatedly called poor and stupid. And, uh, you know, they're so much dumber than him. They'll never own a new car, which he's bizarrely obsessed with. He's probably like the biggest Fast and Furious 
Furious fan ever. You know when there's a new Fast and Furious coming out and you're kind of like, wow, another one? How many of these are they going to make? 30 of them? It's because Braxton literally goes to the theater day in and day out, buying out theaters to make sure it becomes like one of the top grossing movies of all time. The amount of money that this dude has probably spent on Fast and Furious merch and movie tickets alone has bought Vin Diesel many cars. Regardless, the only problem with being that mean to everyone in your class is when the teacher starts to roast you, they're gonna love it even more. No one's gonna be like, Oh man, you're being so mean. Oh. So Braxton finally decides to go push past him, and the teacher doesn't move, and he's like, Move out of the way of the door now! And he puts his hands on the teacher. And at that point, Mr. Remington, like, does this swim move type of thing, gets his arm off of him and says, You go sit down right now! You're not leaving the class! And if you don't go sit down, then I'm about to call the office and tell them that you put your hands on a teacher! And guess what? They're gonna have to punish you, cause as you love to remind everyone, this school's named after your grandpa. Can't have the kid the school's named after being a moron hitting teachers now, can you? And at that point, Braxton literally stops in his tracks, bro, is frozen. I don't know if it was with fear or if he was trying the Jurassic Park tactic of like when a T-Rex gets mad, you just stay still and hope their sight's based on movement. I don't know if it was just because no one had ever heard this dude yell before that they were all flabbergasted by it. But he literally stops and then turns around and goes and sits down. And at that point, the teacher standing by the door looking victorious. It's probably the biggest W this guy's ever taken, you know? And so Braxton sits down and the teacher walks back up to the front of the class and he's like all right now that we've got that settled does everyone understand that they're not leaving the class anymore and everyone is like yeah we understand obviously not wanting to be on the receiving end of whatever had just happened and the class goes back to normal for about 10 minutes you know and you would think 10 minutes is enough time for like Braxton to cool off a little bit maybe not be as angry but no the entire 10 minutes that everything had chilled out this dude is plotting his revenge he's like an angry person that just doesn't want to leave your life. Imagine you wrong someone in like the third grade, you know? Oh, you cheated during tag on the playground. And they spent the next like 15 years planning revenge to mess up your Starbucks order. And then when they mess it up, they're like, ha, do you remember me? And you're like, no, I don't. Cause I don't remember everyone I played tag with in third grade. Like that is how petty this dude was being for 10 minutes, just sitting there stewing about it, deciding how he was going to ruin the class, make this guy look like an idiot. And I'm not saying that there's, like, rules to arguing, right? No one has ever written down, here's how you argue. But I feel like the rules of engagement implied are just kind of, if you're gonna bring up something randomly long after it's been settled and everybody thinks it's done, you better have a pretty good reason. Like, if you're going to be sitting there stewing for 10 minutes all pissed off and then restart the argument, you better have a good argument, you know? Like I said, I don't think that's written down, but I'm pretty sure we all agree. If you just got your butt kicked in an argument and then 15 minutes later go, another thing, Chuck E. Cheese does have good pizza. Like, you just look even dumber, you know? If anything, just let it go. If you don't have a solid argument and it's been 10 minutes, even if you've been sitting there pissed off, let it go. Because if you come out of, like, a long halftime intermission thing, you know, they raised the curtains, told everyone to go get some water, it's halftime or whatever, and then you come back into the argument with some weak stuff, everyone's gonna think even less of you. Anyways, after thinking for 10 minutes, he just randomly blurts out, at least my shoes match! 
And obviously, everybody's really confused, so they all are looking at him. And even the teacher's kind of confused on what he means, so he's like, what? And he said earlier, when we were going back and forth, you know, you may have, like, said some insults, but at least my shoes match. And the teacher, confused at the front of the class, looks down and has no clue what this guy's talking about because his shoes do match. And he's like, huh? And then he just blurts out again, at least my shoes match. And at this point, one of the other students who's listening to this goes, bro, what are you talking about? Because, like, it just makes no sense. Imagine, man, you're just sitting in silence in the class. No one's really talking. At least my shoes match. And then, like, the teacher's shoes do match. And you're just confused as to why he would even say it then. And so the teacher points out again, like, okay, I hear you, but my shoes do match. And he says, no, they match each other, but they don't match your outfit. And he goes, you really sat there for 10 minutes to think of the fact that my shoes don't match my outfit? And instead of realizing that he's being made fun of, Braxton goes, yeah, I did. And I think at this point, Mr. Remington had gotten his confidence back. You know, sure, he had been beaten down by all the students. Never show weakness to the prisoners. But now he's feeling it. He knows he can, like, roast Braxton and people will laugh. So he says, like, Braxton, do you think you're some sort of fashion expert? And he says, yes, I think I am. And the teacher just asks him, okay, then why did it take you 10 minutes to realize that my shoes don't match my outfit? If you're an expert, wouldn't that have been a little quicker? And obviously everybody laughs a little bit. And so he says, like, listen, man, if you're going to sit there and try to think of an insult for 10 minutes, it better be better than my shoes don't match my outfit because I can live with that. I can always change my shoes. I called you annoying. There's not much you can do about that one. Which, listen, is definitely a little bit mean starting to cross the line of what a teacher should say. But that being said, it's also funny. I mean, listen, this dude's been talking crap to this guy all year, leaving his classroom. I feel like he's allowed to roast him a little bit. And it's a fair point, you know? I can always change my shoes. I can always learn more about fashion. You can't be less annoying if that's just who you are. Anyways, at this point, Braxton's been embarrassed twice. The entire class is still laughing at him, so he goes to leave again. But Mr. Remington, riding the confidence, gets between him and the door and says, No, you're not leaving. And Braxton just, like, stops, drops his backpack, and everybody thinks that he's about to fight the teacher, right? You know, that's the move. You challenge somebody, drop the backpack, all right, the fists are about to start flying. But instead, he just kind of, like, takes a step back, and I don't know if he had been playing too much Skyrim lately. I don't know if he thought this was, like, a super intimidation move, but he kind of slams his foot down and screams at the same time. So he's, like, leaning into the scream. Little bit of a fusra, blah, blah, blah. But instead of sending the teacher flying through the door he just goes move out of my way and honestly i don't know what he expected because he had his eyes closed when he was yelling but when he opened his eyes you know the teacher's still standing there because believe it or not he did not have the magical ability to like scream something at somebody and have them just instantly listen that'd be a weird mutant power like no one listens to anything you say but if you yell it at a loud enough decibel they have to obey your command put the money in the cash register Anyways, he doubles down and says, I said move out of my way. And Mr. Remington just replies, and I say no. And at that point, they just kind of have a little bit of a staring contest. I don't know if it was just like whoever blinked first was going to win or what, but they're just kind of standing there staring at each other. And Braxton finally decides to like back down and go back to his seat. But he's not going to admit that he's backing down, so he says something along the lines of like, whatever, there's only six minutes of class left anyways. It's not worth dealing with you or something like that. And he goes back and sits down. And listen, you can take that copium all you want, whatever. There's only six minutes left of class. 
ass. You've tried to flee twice, and twice you've been turned back, man. You're not doing too hot. I just would really love to know what went through his mind when he decided to go, like, yell at him. All right, that's it. I'm leaving. I'm being embarrassed enough in this class. I don't have to sit there and take it. Ah, he's blocked the door. I know, I'm just going to yell. Obviously, he'll have to move, and then everyone who's watching this situation will think it's way less cringe. Even if he did move, bro, I still feel like the whole foot slam scream thing was pretty cringe. It reminded me more of somebody that was, like, trying to get a golden ticket Willy Wonka moment rather than someone that was actually making a good argument. I want the chocolate factory! Alright, whatever, go eat some, like, floating bubblegum. That entire factory is just a death trap, bro. So many things just floating around that can just, like, yeet somebody. But he goes back to his seat and sits down and miraculously for the next six minutes somehow keeps his mouth shut. I'm saying miraculously because the dude obviously didn't learn his lesson the first time, so who would have thought the second time did the trick? I'm pretty sure the saying goes third time's the charm, unfortunately. Uh, the class only had six minutes left. Maybe if we gave him 20 minutes this time to think of an insult, he would have come up with something such as your shirt is the wrong size and or I don't like the way those glasses frame your face. With enough time to think, the guy truly could have insulted him in ways unimaginable to us mere mortals who have to stand in line at the TSA. Either way, man, I'm not gonna lie, alright? I, I don't fly very often. I would rather fly on a normal jet and stand in security lines than be this cringe. If this is what it means, if having a jet means I'm as cringe as Braxton, I'm okay. And you know what? Maybe that's a little bit of coping from me, but let me have it. None of us are getting a jet. Who cares? The bell rang, everybody leaves, and within, like, the next mm, 27 minutes, it was the last class of the day. Everybody had kind of heard about it. Everyone in the class had been like, dude, Braxton got roasted. Because it wasn't just this class he had been acting super entitled in. Nay, nay, nay. He was kind of known around the school for being a little bit obnoxious. Like, he was kind of known for rubbing it in that the school was named after his grandpa to everyone, the new car obsession, saying how much richer he was than everybody, so when everybody started hearing that, like, he had embarrassed himself and looked a fool messing with the teacher, people were kind of talking about it and laughing about it, and I'm not saying that's a good thing, alright? That being said, it's just going to happen. If a teacher just eviscerates somebody like that, chances are people are gonna talk about it. To combat people knowing about this, you would think you've kind of got two options. You can either just lean into it and be like, yeah, I got destroyed, wasn't my best moment, haha. Or you can go the route I wouldn't recommend and just start trying to fight everybody that brings it up. And that's the route that Braxton ended up going down anytime somebody would mention it or like quote something the teacher said. He would just start getting into screaming matches with them and he wasn't very good at insulting other people either. And for whatever reason, he would always do like his stomp scream. So the next few weeks, there was a lot of yelling. And after that, everyone kind of got over it and just dropped it. That's the way the ball bounces. You're only the hot topic for like a week or two. People People would mention it every now and then, but obviously, as time goes on, people just cared less and less. And beyond that, after that school year, no one really mentioned it again. It wasn't like something that stuck with him forever. I don't think he necessarily deserved that. Everybody's got a bad moment. I'm sure I've looked stupid in an argument before. But yeah, you can't be surprised when you're running around calling everybody poor that for the next few weeks after that, you got a little bit of crap for it. 
As for the teacher, everybody else kind of respected him more after that. Not a crap ton, you know? They still didn't do their homework, but they weren't as obnoxious about, like, interrupting the class, which uh, I think goes to show that teaching and being a prison guard is basically the same thing. You just can't show weakness. Once you stand up to them, they'll respect you. I bet you someone in the comments is like, actually, being a prison guard is uh, not like being a teacher. It's called a joke, guys, all right? Obviously, being a prison guard is different than being a teacher. Concepts are kind of the same, though. I'm just saying. A bunch of people in a place they don't want to be and you're in charge of them for like an eight-hour shift. Either way, guys, I think that's going to do it for the video. Hopefully you enjoyed. If you did, I would really appreciate you taking a second to press the like button. In fact, I'm going to count the three. Go press it. Otherwise, no joke, no scam whatsoever. You will be transported to zombies with no way out. One, two, three. Okay, if you didn't press the like button, have fun in zombies. Uh, good luck with that one. Other than that, if you could go ahead and comment the words... Your shoes don't match. I would really appreciate it down below. It just helps the video do better. It helps me hit recommended, which, you know, I, I enjoy. Other than that, if you like listening to the story times, you can listen to them on Spotify. I upload the audio version. A link to it's down in the description. So if you ever want to listen offline without gameplay, whatever floats your boat, that's an option. And I did go ahead and make a new playlist containing my favorite stories from this year so far. You can find that in the description as well. Feel free to check it out if you need something to listen to while you're uh, doing your homework or gaming. And uh, yeah, on that note, that'll really do it. Don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot. And I'll see you guys next time. I'm out. Peace.